episode 30 of Slay the Stars. Last time, Zem and Char fought off a horrifying shadow tentacle monster that seemed keyed into them. In the fight, they lost two of their dwarven messengers, Cadrix and Nora. They investigated the creatures, laid their fallen companions to rest, and passed a tense night of sleep. In the morning, it became obvious that our little group is being hunted when they could all hear the shrieking of these monsters but couldn't pinpoint their direction. You all, as carefully as possible, repacked the cart and started making your way north. And that is where we will pick up today. So, in this beginning portion of your travel, is there anything the two of you are discussing about what happened the night before? Anything you want to plan or get off your chests before we move into the next big event? Why do you are why are you insinuating we need to go to confession? Mm. Are we gonna die? Maybe. Maybe. Shar is a priest of sorts, you know. Do you want to hear all of my deep dark secrets? <laughs> I don't know that you can handle them. Sure, he's still handling the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me. I I don't really have any that I haven't already told you. Dope. M- m- mostly. <laughs> huh. Mm-hmm. You remember that one time we crashed the cart into the candy store? Mm-hmm. Those horses were easier to handle than this. Um, why? What's wrong with these horses? You just see him off the grass, like, trying to dip it back onto the trail. <laughs> Nothing. Everything's great. Let me, let me try to talk to them. He's going to turn around like the horses? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we still, we're still traveling? Mm-hmm. Well, you need to stop. Oh. Stop. Okay. Stop. So I'm going to climb down and I'm going to go out and I'm going to pet them both and listen. Guys. Did you just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm holding on to like the like reins on either side of their faces and I'm looking at them. I'm like, I know that it's been scary. I know that it's been rough, but we're almost at our destination and I will give you all the treats. All of them. All the sugar cubes, all the apples, all the carrots that you want. Roll me that animal handling check. Fourteen. All right. The horses seem to be paying attention to you. At first, they're kind of pulling away, but you get them focused. And they seem to calm a little bit. You give them little scritches on their noses. You head back around, climb up in the uh, driver's seat. Sure, I'll let you roll animal handling again to see if this has helped at all. Eleven. Same as before. <laughs> no, no, no. Before it was way worse. It was six. So this is this is better. Fucking is it me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's you. Episode thirty. Am I the problem? <laughs> That's what the title should be. Am I the problem? <laughs> okay, hold on. I am going to title episode thirty. Am I the problem? done so you're doing better you're keeping them on the path more you're still not making great time but 
things seem to be a little more settled. About midday, you start looking for a place to camp and you see, or not, not to camp, you start looking for a place to stop, have lunch, take a rest from the constant riding. And you see on the road, maybe, I don't know, 200 feet in front of you, there looks to be a dead animal. What kind of animal? It's pretty far away. You can't tell from here. You really just see like the mound that you can tell is kind of like a contorted body. Um, I'm in the back. Hey, Zem. Yeah? Can you come here for a sec? Okay. I'm going to slow the pace of the cart down a little bit. Do you have anything that can hit that? And I'm going to like kind of like point you in the general direction of this creature. 300 um, feet away? You said 300? No, it's literally 200, 200. feet away. Maybe I we... literally have it written down and I still said 300. <laughs> Maybe we go with something a little gentler first and I'm going to detect thoughts. How close do you have to be to detect thoughts? <laughs> no, no, no. Char. <laughs> uh, it has to be within 30 feet of you. Because <clears throat> you're, you're technically casting it on yourself or whatever, but it says you can see within 30 feet. So you're not close enough. Okay. Um, how far away are we? At this point, you've gotten a little closer because the wagons continue to roll. So you're maybe 150 feet away. If we get 30 feet closer. Okay. Let me we'll go. At that point, I'll just kind of autopilot it another 30 feet and then just kind of take a look around, see if anything's like waiting to jump out on us. Okay. You get to 120 feet away. Stop the cart. What are you doing, Zem? I'm going to message. Okay. Hold on. You roll your thing. Uh, 26. My message is going to say your bottom is exposed. When you try to send that message, there is no connection made. You would know that the spell failed. Okay. Well, whatever that is, is not able to receive communication. Sure, you're nodding, listening to Zem, focused around. And on either side of this trail, there are fairly tall pine trees. And you see in one of the trees just the slightest bit of movement. How high up? It's pretty high off the ground. This is a tall tree, maybe 30 feet, 40 feet off the ground. I'm going to use Tomaturgy. To like boom my voice. You can come out now. Okay. I'm going to step off the cart. You do that. And you see now on both sides of the, sh- the road, you both watch as they're out of two trees, something two large masses slide down the trees at incredible speed and hit the ground and come stalking out onto the path. These black bodied creatures with these three little toe claws on each foot and these long clawed hands, black spikes on its back and one central large eye that looks exactly like the eyes you took from the creature yesterday. But they're smaller or are they the exact same? No, no. 
instead of having two grapefruit-sized eyes, this has one, like, basketball-sized eye. But they look the same. They're that black with, like, the starry glow almost in them. Do they seem like they understand? You're not sure if they understand, but they're moving towards you. Not fast. They're not running. But they're they're definitely coming towards you. And they don't look like they're friendly. Well, um, you've been a great best friend. <laughs> I love you. I'm going to start slowly backing towards the cart. Sam, start the cart. Start the cart. <laughs> as, as you're backing up, Char, when they get within like 60 feet of you, you start to hear whispering in your head. Almost like like you're in the car and the radio is just barely on and and you're just coming in range of a of a station. But the words don't make any sense. I don't think you know deep speech, do you? No. So you hear this guttural grumbling noise in your mind. You're not getting every word, every other word or something, and none of it makes sense to you. But there does seem to be two tones. These things are communicating, and they start to separate and fan out a bit. And You get back to the cart. And at this point, they're pretty close, about 40 feet away. I need you guys to roll initiative. 14. 21. Okay. At this point, seeing these things coming up, you can hear... Drea trying to calm down Zuvi in the back. And Zuvi finally turns and looks and she screams. And it seems to incite these two things. And they shriek and they start moving towards you rapidly. Char, you are first. Okay, I'm going to just smack the horse's ass as hard as I can to try to get it to just bolt. Okay, are you getting in the car? Yeah, I'm going to like smack, try to get it to run and jump back on if it works. Okay. Um... You can do that. These horses were ready to bolt anyway. I'm not making you uh, roll anything for that. However, I will make you roll an acrobatics check to jump on the wagon once it starts moving. Natural 20. (laughs) Perfect. No problem. You smack the horse. Takes off running. You hop back up deftly. Anything else, Char? Uh, Is that considered my action? Yes. Okay. So as a bonus action, I'm just going to... um ready my can of alchemist fire okay to yeah. just chuck it in case i need to perfect you pull it out you uncork and I'm gonna, it so if zem still has the reins i'm gonna go to the back with the other two okay if she does not i'm just gonna grab the reins zem will have the reins that's okay. fine all right it is these creatures turns you take off moving the horses can move like 40 feet around. So they're, they rush up and these things are close enough that they run over and they are both going to try to jump up on the wagon with you. First one makes it. Second one does not. Silvery barbs. Okay. Still makes it. It critted the second time. So the first creature leaps up on the cart and it gets both hands up on the side of the cart and pulls itself up in and you see its teeth rather than having these sharp teeth like the thing from last night Char you're on the back it has almost human like teeth Mm -mm, do not like no 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 
And the eye doesn't seem to have any eyelids. It's just huge (laughs) and glaring. And it looks towards you, Char. And again, you see that glow, that golden glow light up. And when it looks towards the dwarves, the light winks out. And so it just turns and it's now focused on you. But that is its whole turn. The second one tries to leap up on the cart, misses, gets trampled by the cart. Takes some damage and is now trailing behind trying to catch up. Zem. So behind the cart, I'm going to do, I'm, I want to try to mold. Well, okay. Where the terrain that we're on, mm-hmm. what, what's the terrain like? Like it's, it's pretty narrow. Like we're in between. Yeah. So there are large pine trees on either side of you and you're on this like dirt rocky path it's not really maintained the only thing that keeps this as a trail is the carts that go over it uh so it's it's not well maintained very rocky how wide is it maybe eight feet maybe ten feet we'll say all right so i'm gonna just ray of frost the um weird thing in our in the back of the like i'm just like over my shoulder okay go ahead um yeah i'm gonna actually change that to an 11 and i'm going to 2d8 what's the total with the 11 oh um 17 okay yeah that does hit and it is six cold damage you see this frost hit this thing in the side of the face and it winces but it's still looking at you char and it's the dwarf's turn they scuttle to like the front corner of the cart away from the one that is leapt up on the left side of the cart and trying to stay away from the one that is now trying to follow behind trying to catch up char it's your turn oh zem as your bonus action i need you to roll me an animal handling check Oof. Uh, that's a f- four. Okay. The horses are starting to slow down again because they're trying to pull in opposite directions. They're going to be moving at half speed this time. Char, How it's your fast does the thing that's following look to us? About as fast as a normal person. Okay. I'm going to chuck the alchemy fire at that thing. Okay. Um, 11. That does not hit. <sighs> that's depressing. So delete that. You throw your alchemy fire out. It hits the ground. You see this burst of... What color fire would you like it to be? Blue. Okay. Blue fire shoots out. And this thing leaps to the side. Almost in like a spidery type way. Ew. And it keeps keeps running. Nope. Do not like. Bonus action. Punch whatever this thing in the face. Okay. Just not having a great day. Um... 13. 13 is not hit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it is its turn. You swing to punch this thing and go wide, and it is going to try to catch you in the chest with one of its clawed hands. That is a 14 to hit. Just misses. And... Next one 
is an 11 to hit. That misses. So it goes with both of its claws to try to get you in the chest, and you and it misses. And you go to step back, and you happen to meet its gaze. Shar, I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. 20. All right. You feel this, like, sensation in your chest of, like, a deep rot. But you manage to shake it off. Nothing happens. The other one manages to catch up because the horses are slowed, and it is going to try to once again board the cart and miss. I kick it in the face. Yeah, sure. You manage to boot it. It falls down. Zem, you're up. All right. Um, so I'm going to uh, I'm just going to Ray of Frost again. Um, I don't think I can really do much else without because it like almost everything else I have requires concentration. Yeah, you would struggle with that while also trying to maintain control of the horses. Yeah. Um, okay. So I will Ray of Frost. That is a 22 to hit. That'll hit. And 10 damage. 10 cold damage. All right. This time, the the burst of cold energy is larger. It hits this thing square in the chest. And for a moment, you see it sort of like heave and roil. Like it's struggling to maintain its composure. Dwarves are still hiding. Sure. Do I need to continue to roll? Yes, sorry. I keep forgetting. Animal handling. Yes. 11. All right. The horses are moving this time. They should be able to move their full speed. Uh, Twilight Sanctuary is in action. Okay. So everybody gets, including the horses, uh, three, six, six temporary hit points on the end of their turn. Okay. Um, they also, I can also end charmed or frightened effects at the end of their turn as well. Okay. Um, as a bonus action, I'm just going to try to punch it wherever the cold hit it. Okay. 13. Does not hit. Man, getting hit. Where it where your skin is cold hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um Well, that's what I'm doing. All right. It is their turn. Shar, you start to hear the whispering in your mind more clearly. Jesus. That's a crit. Mm, nope, that is a thirteen. Thirteen is going to what well, it, it rolled a thirteen, so that would still be a seventeen to hit. So it'll hit, but it's not. A crit anymore. So you will take nine points of slashing damage as it rakes one claw across you. It's going to take its second claw attack. That is a 13 to hit, which misses. And again, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 11. That fails. Along with that, you're going to take eight points of necrotic damage as this thing finally connects with one of its claws digging into your chest and you feel this poison rotting feeling start to seep into your chest. Char. The other one cannot keep up without dashing. So it is going to dash. uh, And I'm going to give a disadvantage to try to jump onto the cart this time. And kick it, it in the face again. Kick it in the face again. Rotting from the inside, <laughs> kicking it in the face. Kick it in the face. I can do nothing! Zem, it's your turn. All right, we're going to do um, Ray of Frost again. That is um, 24 to hit. 
that hits. And um, I can't math. Twelve gold damage. Again, this thing is frozen. Thirteen for animal handling. Okay, the horses keep moving. Shar, top of the round. Am I grappled? I, I no. Nothing. Okay, cool. I'm punching it in the fucking cold spot. <laughs> uh, thirteen. No. <laughs> That's but, like your third 13 yeah. in a row. 19 plus, yeah. We're yeah, gonna, yeah. Okay, that so one will hit. That one. Three, five bludgeoning damage and hands of harm. So that's, whoops, wrong one. Five necrotic damage. How do you want to do this, Char? I literally want to just like tee it up, like grab it off of me, throw it up punch it in the cold spot and aim it right at the other one it's still trying to chase the cart okay okay you do that it hits the ground and the other one that's been running kind of sidesteps it and doesn't even seem to care just keeps moving come take these reins (laughs) swap swap (laughs) yeah 100 percent. that's what i'll do then all right char you move up to the front of the cart and grab the reins from zamira and Four extra <laughs> points. <laughs> hit points or hit points, I guess. All right. It's the second one's turn. It dashes to keep up. It's going to try to leap into the cart. Fails. I kick it, I kick it right as I'm... <laughs> Again, kick it as you move to the front. Uh, Those are some long legs. <laughs> this round, you all are getting past this thing that was laying in the road. And I would like for you to make me perception checks at disadvantage because there's a lot going on right now. 20. Hmm. Eight. Hmm. Char, as you sit down and grab the reins, you have to steer the horses immediately to stop from, keep from hitting this thing in the road. And as you're riding past, you glance and you can't get a good look of this person's face. All you can tell is that it, it looks like an old man. Oh, it wasn't but a creature. You, it was a it was a person. It was a man. And you see Does a satchel. Water logged. You see a satchel torn to shreds next to him. Motherfucker. As you whiz past. Uh I want to stop. Uh, right? Then it's your turn. Um I'm going to Witch Bolt. Okay. Go for it. I'm going to witch bolt at a third level. Fuck it. 24 to hit. Oh, fuck it up. Fuck it up. Those are D12s. Those are D12s. 6 or 9. It's a 9. 17. All right. You connect... With this thing and this witch bolt. And now, Zem, you hear it too, this scream in your head that's less of that shrieking that you heard yesterday and more of this, like, it's words. These are words being spoken. (laughs) Next up, Shar. How hard would it be to stop the cart? You can do this one of two ways. You can bring it to a stop slowly... Or you could yank the reins and stop suddenly and everybody's going to make deck saves. Is there a way to, like, coast it? 
like yeah, yeah. start to slow and then I'll jump off. Yeah, you like can do monk, that. Monk shit. Yeah, I want to. I want the satchel, man. You want to start to slow it and leave before it's slow while the horses are scared. I just want to make sure I understand well, what you're all, saying. <laughs> Twilight Sanctuary stops them from being frightened, so I can calm them at the end of their turn. If I'm not going to be able to stop fully, I don't want to yank everybody and you like fire off a firebolt or and start a forest fire. You can you can bring it to a a slow stop. Okay, then that's what I'll do. And I'm assuming that takes my entire action. If that's the case, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the cart to a stop. I'm going to turn around and cast Bless on Zem, then. You get an extra uh, D4 to your attack rolls. But Bless is an action. Oh, that's right. Uh, Cry. Uh, (laughs) It's going to bless action cry. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, Twilight Sanctuary is up I'll, as an action, I guess. Just slow right. the horses down. Slow the horses down. That means that the other creature catches up. It jumps into the back of the cart, which is now no longer moving. And um, that is its action to get into the cart, though. So, because it had to move and move extra to get there. So, there is now a creature there. And Zem, as it climbs in... It looks at you, and again, you see that yellow glow across its one giant eyeball, and it's your turn. Two points of damage. Okay. It takes the damage right in its eye. Seems to be, you know, not a lot of damage. Kind of like a static shock. Char, it's your turn. Am I still slowing the cart? No, you're good. The cart is now slowed. I turn around, straight up, guiding bolt right in its face. All right, do it. Roll to hit. Uh, 20 dirty. Yeah, that hits. Uh, 10, 19 radiant damage. All right. Uh, you light this thing up with, uh, radiant energy. And not only is it now crackling with that purple witch bolt that seems to be attached to it, it's now glowing with this golden energy from the guiding bolt. I was going to walk right past it. Fuck it up. You get advantage on your next strike. <laughs> Thematically, you're walking right past it, but I'm assuming you're taking a wide berth so it doesn't opportunity attack you. Mm-mm. No, let it attack me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dope. That's uh, probably not going to hit. What's... Bats it away. Fuck yeah, you, it's a 12. Bang. It does not hit. All right, uh, that is its turn. Charisse <laughs> starts walking away. That waterlogged motherfucker. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to attack Zem. That's a ten to hit, which I think actually misses you. That actually misses. Uh, next one is a twenty-one. That's gonna hit. I mean, but uh, silvery barbs. Okay. That's still a twenty to hit. Okay. Um, and you're going to take uh six points of slashing damage and i need you to make a constitution saving throw actually you need to make two but just do this one first let's see it's 17 plus you're fine 21 yeah you managed to shake off that weird feeling that char was getting that rot but i need you to make another uh concentration check for your witch bolt What does that need to be? Ten. 
I have 17. You're good. And it's your turn. Um, You need a five or more to kill it. I'm going to get a two now. It's a five. Zem, describe what you do to the creepy creature. Have you ever, do you know those, um, you used to go into like Best Buy and electronic places and see them all the time. And I don't know what they're called, but they're that thing that's got like the, the glass shield, but like that ball of sparkling energy on the inside. Yeah, that, but with the eyeball. And I'm just going to like oh. touch it on its eyeball. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. So so this crackling purple energy is surrounding this thing. And then when you put your hand out, put your finger on it, it all gathers towards your finger and then discharges. And the thing is just kind of rocked backwards off the cart. And we are out That's of how combat. constellations are made, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> So, Char, you make your way towards the downed man. And I need for you to roll me perception, investigation. Did you roll the temporary hit points before? Eight. I'm doing that because I don't trust that. That was what freaking... I literally just, I just double checked because I realized that I am. Um, so everybody gets eight, including the horses. Okay, baby. Listen, I didn't even attack the horses this time. Yet. <laughs> I could have. I didn't. I'm so kind. Oh, benevolence. Yes. My name is Leah. Yes. All right. So what you see initially when you walk up to this scene is a man. But where Cato was close to 90? This guy looks like he's a little younger, maybe 70. He's wearing different clothing, linen pants and a shirt. He, if you saw this person in any other circumstance, just walking down the street, you'd be like, that guy looks just like Cato. Maybe that's his son or something. The, the faces are too similar to be a coincidence. And the bag's there completely shredded the body looks like it was he was attacked but he doesn't look like he was the target it looks like whatever was in the satchel was the target of this attack because it's completely shredded there's nothing no papers no items no nothing roll me an investigation check oh for fuck's sake Put the Cthulhu dice away. Hold on. Ooh. Ooh. 18 plus zero. <laughs> okay, okay. You're looking around on the ground uh, near the satchel, and you don't find any large artifacts. What you do find is folded up in one of the pockets is a piece of paper. And you open it, and it is, there are two crude drawings on this paper that look like you and Zem, 
But, like, if somebody was describing you to one of those, uh, like, you know, when police have people, like, draw, like, a sketch artist, it looks like that. The two of you, knowing what you look like, would identify these. These definitely Char and Zem. But, like, some things are a little not right. It's not quite there. Oh, they can't get my nose right. Yeah, yes, like that. But that was it. That was That was it. Yes, and on that paper as well, in the margins, you see some words. And they say, why are they in my dreams? Who are they? Why am I drawn to them? Okay. Does the body have any daggers or anything like uh, anything else? Like, or is it all just shredded? It's, there's nothing like that on the body. However, you see some scorch marks on the ground. Like for where my alchemy fire hit? <laughs> no, this is to your alchemy fire hit further back. This isn't from that. Interesting. Okay, but nothing else I can grab and go, right? No. Okay, I'm going to grab the note. Okay. I'm going to grab a single hair off his head. And okay. I'm going to action dash back to the cart. Okay. Zem, what were you doing during this time? Um, trying to comfort the the women in the cart, the um, the dwarves that we're with. Okay. The two of them have gone basically mute at this point. This is not what they expected when they signed up to take this uh, trip. This is more than what the two of you expected when you signed up to take this trip. And as you're talking to them, they're just sort of nodding and staring and, like, glancing around, scared. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of talking to them and, calm tones and like you know we'll get through it we just have to keep going kind of like I know I'm not going to make them feel better but just trying to it's it's over for now like they're gone hopefully we're through the worst of it okay how recent did those scorch marks seem roll me an arcana check fuck guidance comes in clutch man 21 if these were just regular scorch marks, they would probably be gone by now or mostly covered up. These are scorch marks left here by a spell. A powerful spell at that. Zim hasn't fired off any fire spells at all, right? No. Okay, I just want it was just the ray of frost. That was it. Yes. Oh, okay, I'm going to fold, you know how like when you can fold up a piece of paper, like an envelope, like the corners in and like, I'm going to mm-hmm. fold up the hair in that note okay. exactly like that. Okay. All right, we got to go. He's going to throw, um, wait, no, I don't have my bag. I left it in the cart. I'm good. I'm just going to hop on and just go with the horses. Okay. And I'm keeping an eye out because now I know a wizard's after us. Given where the scorch marks are and where the body was, that's not what you would guess from the situation. It looks more to you like Cato was using those spells to protect himself. Or this person that looks like Cato. Never mind. Still expedient, but get the fuck out. All right. So we're going to do a little bit of a time jump here I need you both to roll me survival checks 
Uh, I'm going to re-up your advantage on your initiative, by the way. Uh, I've got an eight. Sixteen. Okay. And I need constitution saving throws. Nine. Eighteen. Okay. One level exhaustion to you, Shar. Fuck you. <laughs> As you know, you're being pursued. The days are slightly easier. The creatures seem less active in the day, but at night, it's chaos. You can hear them, always hunting, prowling. Once in a while, one of these screams pierces the night, and you've learned to be still. No fires, ever. You barely speak. You manage to avoid the rest of the traps that they've been setting, either by staying a bit off the road, by moving slowly, deliberately, always scanning. At this point, you can tell they're getting smarter. Every trap you miss, every trap they set that doesn't um, doesn't catch you, they come back a little, a little better next time. You estimate at this point that you're a day or two from Annenfell. You're unsure if you're going to make it. Honestly, you're starting to get tired. Char, you've been pushing yourself hard staying awake trying to keep watch trying to keep sentry even knowing that the alarm spell is up because with the reach of some of these creatures you don't know how effective it's going to be you come across across the remains of a campsite there's no fire here there's marks in the snow from multiple sets of boots and there are marks on the trees where some type of screws were driven in as like an anchor point either to hold um, like a, what's it called? Like a hammock style sleeping area or maybe a tent. You're not sure. Uh, it's getting late though. This might be an okay place to camp. What are you doing? I want to investigate more. I mean, I want to look up into the trees and see what's like do i see anything else up there does this look like uh a trap like does you know are is it made to look safe on purpose okay roll me an investigation check a guidance for you because i'm more focused on just trying to make sure if something does pop up to just deal with it um an 11 okay you don't see any signs of these creatures wait yeah, sorry, 11. No, you're okay. You don't see any signs of these creatures. As a matter of fact, none of the tracks in the snow look to be of anything non-humanoid. The only thing that you find with an 11 is a pen. You brush away some of the snow that's collected because we're pretty high up in the mountains at this point. There's snow. And you brush some snow aside and you find a pen. That seems to have been left behind. It's made completely out of metal. And the back has like a very pointed sharp end. And the the tip, the nib, has like a crusted ink potentially on it. And there are words engraved on the pen that you don't understand, Zem. I want to like, I want to test the sharpness of the top. Like I'm I'm gonna you know how like on a knife like you'll run your thumb and it's you can tell it's sharp without actually running down the sharp side. I wanna do that. Yeah. You 
it's like it's so sharp that even just testing it, you accidentally nick your thumb deeper than you had hoped to do so. And you notice that the blood immediately drains down into the pen. Well, this is handy. Mm-hmm. Um, can you read this? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to walk over to you. Um, I found this and I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but are you able to read this? Orcish. It's immediately Orcish. It says Jaws Ochnar. J-O-Z-O-K-N-A-R. Looked like a name to use them. You were like, oh, maybe this is somebody's personal pen. Maybe another one of these pens that go with these books. Uh, Shar, your blood immediately freezes because in Orc, this means high commander. Um, when you were talking to the person through the journal, what did he say his title was? Um, pretty sure like some kind of commander. Some kind of... I don't know. That says High Commander. Uh, I had a feeling. Look at my fucking thumb. <laughs> um, um. You start looking at these tracks now in the snow, trying to gauge how long they've been here, trying to gauge how many people are here. Uh, one of you roll survival with advantage. Sure, you have disadvantage because your thing, so it'd be a straight roll for you. I got it. Guidance. 24. All right. You, the two of you start looking at the tracks in the snow. And you notice that there are probably four orc people who are here just based on the number of tracks and the slightly different shoe width but you notice something else there's another set of tracks here just one wildly different from the others they're slender maybe a woman or a small man very narrow feet definitely probably not orc I'm going to get close to Zem, like kind of still keeping on the perimeter. Nudge her 300 feet of dark vision for one. Two. Have you used the pendant yet today? Mm-mm. I haven't really done much of anything. Just trying to be quiet. Okay. Um, oh, that reminds me, though. I do need to roll portents. Since we time skipped. Five and 18. That's the way I like it. Opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, I haven't. Okay. Do you want to go try to use that and I'll stay out here and make sure nothing else comes at us? See if we can get some answers. Okay. been a while what am i ruling for uh this is an intelligence check Mm -hmm. right yeah 19 so you get three questions uh as soon as she hops in the cart to do that detect magic okay so wait so i would have long rested and then we're up we're up again right Mm -hmm. okay let me just so i get don't i don't want to recover one level exhaustion thank you okay 
cool. Anything else magical in this area while she's doing that? Like the pen, the screws, the footprints, nothing. The pen is magical. Okay. Uh, I don't know what kind of magic to call the pen. I'm just going to tell you what it does because it uh, the, the blood that is housed inside of the pen will not coagulate. That's actually really useful. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, it, it like it won't freeze either. So like you're in this very cold place, like Verotten's even farther north. It keeps the blood from freezing and it keeps it from coagulating. So you're not constantly stabbing yourself or somebody else. Uh, but aside from the pen, nothing else that triggers as being magical. And the other two dwarves, they don't have anything magical on them, do they? They do not. Okay. Okay. Zem, your questions. Okay, so the first one I have uh, are the individuals belonging to these tracks nearby. You get a hesitant no. Nearby is not very specific, but they don't seem to be extremely close. Okay. Um, is the unusual fifth set of tracks traveling with the party of four that are the same, similar, that are similar? You get an immediate yes. The tracks, like the slender footprints, do they seem to be two leg walking or like four? Two. Before I asked my third question, when we were doing the investigating of these tracks, were they leading a certain direction? They seemed to be going south. They were going in the direction of the way you're coming from. How you miss each other, you're not really sure. Um, is the fifth set of different tracks in charge of this group? You get a mixed answer. Yes, but no. Sort of. Maybe co-commander. Shaw, roll me a perception check. Not good. That's a two plus six. Okay. You're keeping watch, looking around. Nothing seems to be shifting. Nothing moving. Things seem to be okay. You have maybe an hour of daylight left or so. So you all set about making camp. Zem, you finish up asking your questions. Is there anything else you all want to do tonight before trying to get some sleep? Yes. I want to get out my tarot deck. Um, I'm not going to do a reading, but I do want to review the, um, the faces. This is such a good idea. It's like you read my mind. I was just saying this to a friend last night <laughs> that we needed to do this. Yeah, I want to see if anyone new that we've met has shown up um, in the deck. All right. New or, you know, whatever. Newish. Yeah. Uh, let me just insert for a moment here. I want to go card by card the ones that you have done and just list who it was <laughs> because I feel like that could be useful for everybody right now for everybody's notes at home. So 
Zem. Yeah, right. Uh, at home. Let me uh, just... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Zem, you fan out your tarot cards, lay them out in front of you. Shar, uh, I want you to be here as well, because I, I want both of you having eyes on these cards in this moment. Uh, you see, obviously, the star, Shar, <laughs> uh, and the moon, Zem, unchanged. They've remained the same. Zem, the tower card, still the same. The cloaked man. He hasn't been uncloaked. Has not been uncloaked. Fucker. The devil, Adria. The card, the blank card that you know to be blank is the world card. Char, I would like for you to make me a religion check. The world card is blank, but it's black. It's black. Yes, it's been blacked out. Uh, 15. Okay. Sure, I don't think we've talked about this card before. You, at this point, pull up one of the cards and uh, it's, it's judgment. And there is a figure on the card, large and imposing, but very much androgynous in nature. Everything about the card is balanced. And this is the judgment card. And you notice that some of this iconography seems to point to Primus, the first in the pantheon, the creator, the one whose job it is to strike a balance between all things in this world. The strength card is Rafe. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, the hermit is Kailana. You both immediately notice and kind of like smirk to each other when you pull up temperance because this is your first notice of this is that it is Toslane. You look at the Wheel of Fortune, which was Cato, and it's still him, but he looks younger than he did the last time you looked at this card. His image seems to have changed to match that of the man who was in the road this time and not the man at the boat. There's another card that makes a lot more sense. The Fool. Dale Swin. <laughs> Your goblin friend. And that's it. Those are the cards that you recognize. There's still a decent amount of cards with people and imagery that you don't understand. But that's where it seems to stand at this point. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm holding the Wheel of Fortune. I don't know. Like, when this one um, was blacked out, like, that's weird, but whatever. It doesn't change the, like, the fact that he's younger. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't. Are you showing them the note that you found in Kato's bag? Oh, right, right, right. Um, I'm going to make sure I distract the other two then. Uh, there's a hair in there. Keep it in there. I found this on him. And I'm going to go over and distract the other two. Pull out some incense or something. Try to keep him calm. I'm going to, like, two-finger pinch the <laughs> the hair. Okay. Yeah, you, you open it. You see the same weird sketchings that obviously are you and Char. And, again, you see the notes scribbled in the margins. Why are they in my dreams? Who are they? 
why am I drawn to them? Great. Great, 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 great. Well, that'll be yet another puzzle to solve. All right. Is there a unique, like, foliage up here with the winter? Let me nature check. Cool. Like, maybe we could use to, like... Six. You notice some red berries that are very vibrant (laughs) and pretty. They look juicy. And it's the only bit of color in this very white and gray wilderness. They look tasty. I don't know what you want to do with that. <laughs> Whatever you want to do with Listen, that. Listen, traditionally, bright-ass red is a no-go, brother. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to eat them. I'm just describing what you saw. I'm going to take a couple, not eat them, but I just kind of want to see if they, like, if you squeeze them, are they, like, red juice or is it, like, more clear, like apples? No, you squeeze them and they're, they're like, red juice. They stain your fingers. Interesting. And you notice, I mean, it's cold, just above freezing, and they don't feel frozen. They feel extremely frost resistant. As a matter of fact, when you squeeze them, they're almost warm. What the fuck? I apologize. Hold on. Nope, just want to make sure it wasn't a crit fail, because I have disadvantage. I'm exhausted. No. But. I'm not sure what to do with it. I'm going to hold on to them. Okay. Take a fistful. So you have like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 10 weird red berries. Five bad juju berries. Gotcha. Dope. All right. No fire. Alarm spell. More cold rations. At this point, you're getting low on rations. Mm -hmm. You got a couple more days of travel. That is where we're going to cut this episode. I don't know if you're going to like this at all. We'll see. What's this? Episode 30. Let me congratulate them on that milestone by destroying their entire catalog of... Ah, yes. The Fat Man. Christmas season. Logic factor confirmed. I'll be putting this chicanery off to next year, my AI friend. I'm here to bring some Christmas cheer. Tis the season, slay the stars. Your Christmas gift is here early. Milk and cookies. 30 episodes. Impressive. What happened in here? Hey, what are... Who are you? Santa? What was that? Hey, what the... Don't worry, boss. We got him. Secret Service elves at your service. Hey, what... Is this wrapping paper? God damn it, gift gremlins, let me out! This is the good stuff. It's gonna take some time. We have to remove her at the North Pole. <laughs> All right, that's a yes. We're moving, candy canes! Wait, wait, I have to finish the episode. We have a promo! Tale of the Manticore! Twitter, at Manticore Tale, uh, Podbean, Tale of the Manticore.podbean.com! Uh, hit play on that promo. Why does this keep happening to me? Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. 
There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers. Character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Bellino. Thanks for listening.